0: Kenny, yeah. Kenny Cott, I'm the man. Please don't. Kenny. Uh, no. no, no, no. Kennerino. <laughs> okay, that's too far. The Kenster. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Kenny, Ken Kenner. I can leave if you like. Machine Gun Kenny. <laughs> don't. No, no, no. Hey.
1: <laughs> Everybody seems like they're really young now. Like, I got here and, like, I saw, like, a college kid. And I was like, you look like you're seven years old. <laughs> like, they looked like they were high schoolers. It like, could have been like early, a 17-year-old. Early high school. No, I mean, they probably were, yeah. like, a young college kid, but they looked like they were a young high schooler. I, I think, is that just me getting older, or is that just...
0: That goes with anyone with any age, because I remember when you, you get in middle school and you're, like, looking at fifth graders, and you're like, huh, I used to look at fifth graders like they were the big kids, you know?
1: Right. And now I look at these kids like they're way too way mm-hmm. too young looking to be here. So I remember when when I was here people were looking still fairly young, but not anymore, I guess. Right. It's ridiculous.
0: It happens with age.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I'm glad to be back here on your humble podcast.
0: Always. I love having you. You know what my mom told me yet recently? What? She said I should start drinking. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I will I will help you begin. <laughs> I like I like how your parents are supposed to be these beacons of like good decisions. <laughs> it's like why are you
0: still sober? <laughs> it's it's you know i grew up in a household they never drank in front of me and they've had alcohol before it's not like they were ever like you should never have alcohol you know but i just grew up in a way where i never was around people drinking much so i never just took to that habit i mean it's strange though because most
1: people even if they whether they grew up around it or not like they usually will develop some sort of interest in it at some point. Like, you
0: know, I'd like to try it. The thing is, though, at this point, I've gone so long. I'm like, I'm just going to keep the streak going, you know? <laughs> it's about the streak now. <laughs> Sober since I came out of the
1: womb. I mean, yeah, I guess. You, you do you, man. I, I will mm. never push any drinks on you. But
0: yeah. if you ever want to start, you know where to find me. I know. <laughs> I know that. Well, yeah, other people have tried to get me to drink before. They're like, come on and join us. Well, that's the
1: problem is there's uh people that, like, if you don't want to drink, you're not going to drink. And then there's people who, like, want to drink, and then they'll hang out with me, and and they'll be like, I want you to, like, push me into the deep end. And I'm like, that's a terrible idea. But actually, it's been a while since I've actually had any alcohol. Really? Yeah. How long? A couple weeks, I think. And why is that? Just busy busy um, Unlike you may think thomas alcohol does not run my <laughs> life i can go weeks months even without it but well, i just have another time I have it's another... just
0: that you seem like you're high functioning when you've had a lot of alcohol so it seems like you could get I away can with be drinking high functioning more often. but that doesn't mean i should be
1: high functioning <laughs> i mean like i just i'll have late nights and early mornings and just be too tired to really want to have any alcohol in me and sure it's like i, I have to get my sleep caught up before i can begin to consider like if i want to do anything extra cuz if i just start drinking and i'm already tired then i'll just be really grumpy and tired and sleepy. It just mm-hmm. doesn't help anything. But if you're, you know, awake and you have the time, mm-hmm. I just don't have the time anymore. <laughs> what have you been busy with? Work. Work. A lot of work at the ticket? Yep, yeah, yeah. They're training me now on or i've just been trained on run Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i had this thought the other day. <laughs> I've been this so my i've done it twice by myself now, but They've been training me on how to do Red Wings games, like run them. They're different than other games? They're different from other broadcasts. Other broadcasts you can run really easily. Like it's just a talk show where somebody's talking to a microphone, you set them to break. They can be really, really bread and butter, really easy to run. No bells and whistles, nothing complicated. But for a Red Wings there's like 18 different things you have to do all at once. And if you miss something, it's a problem, <laughs> oh. like a big problem, because we're what they call the flagship of, of uh, the Red Wings, right. which means that we send out our signal to all of the affiliates around Michigan, and they pick up our signal. So if you mess up, it's not just Metro Detroit that, that hears your screw up. It's all of Michigan, the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the state that can hear you. And plus, there's advertising dollars on the line, which also applies to the all of the affiliates. And then, all while you're worrying about that, like, if somebody scores a goal, you have to, while you're worrying about that, on the other computer, cut highlights, put them into the system so you can play them during intermission. Everything has to happen by a specific time. And if it doesn't, that's a problem. It's a whole lot to do. And I remember yesterday, in fact, my last game that I ran was yesterday. I was sitting there. Nobody, like, up to that point, I'd had... One by myself, but before that, I had only shifts where there was a guy that was like helping me and like he was showing me what to do. And I ran a couple and he was kind of sitting next to me. So if I had any questions, I'd be able to ask him. But this time I was like, I'm by myself, I'm in a room, nobody's there. And if something happened, nobody was going to be able to help me because everybody was gone. Cause it was after business hours. Rotary game started at seven. So I was sitting there and I had this thought, like, why me? <laughs> What? Not like not like I was ungrateful for the opportunity, because I'm like, I was
0: like- I It's had only to... like you applied for the job and everything. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't
1: apply to do that. I didn't know I was going to be doing so that. So you don't want to do that oh, much? Oh, I absolutely do. I, okay. I love doing it. Okay. It's just um, a learning curve. It was funny, because the guy that trained me, his name's Chuck, he said to me like a week before, he was like being very introspective about the Red Wings broadcast, and he was like- because I had actually heard Chuck's name on the radio At the end of all, all the broadcasts When I was like 7 I used to listen to all the radio broadcasts Because my parents wouldn't let me stay up that late We'd go to like 10, 11 o'clock I would always listen and then always credit all the producers Behind the scenes and they'd be like Running the broadcast from Southfield, Chuck Keller So I always knew that name I finally met Chuck like years ago Back when I started at the ticket And he was like, you know how you were talking about How you heard my name on the radio back when you were young He was like, just tr- being very introspective And thoughtful about it, he was like you know I hadn't thought about it until recently but like this is a this is a dynasty that we have this is like a legacy that we have to uphold this. we have been the flag bearer for the Red Wings on the as a radio broadcast for the longest time like we are that we have been that for 20 30
0: years however long
1: we are that station. We have been that station, and we probably always will be that station.
0: Anyone who wants to listen to the Red Wings on the radio are going to listen to you. It comes through us. Mm-hmm.
1: And he was like, it's always been that way. He's like, that's a hell of a legacy. So I take my job very seriously, and I'm like, I was like, thanks. Now, I, now I'm <laughs> legitimately terrified to run this broadcast. <laughs> so I was sitting there. I, it, everything went fine but for the most part, a few hiccups, but nothing major. Mm-hmm. And I, I just had the thought of like, who. Why, like, I, re- I remember, like, two weeks ago or whatever, I was getting drunk on tequila, like, and they're like, oh, this guy, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll run the whole broadcast. Sure. Did they know you were drunk on tequila? No, I, I wasn't drunk on tequila while I was working. I was just saying, <laughs> okay. like, I thought about all the dumb decisions up to that point in my life that I made. <laughs> and I was like, like, I'm just sitting in front of the board going, oh, it's me. Mm. <laughs> why, why is it me? <laughs> Well, well, why? Why did they? Who? Who trusted me with this responsibility? Well, you've
0: obviously put in good work. No, after I, this I, point, I think
1: I'm worthy of the opportunity, and I'm grateful uh-huh. for it. Don't you
0: just can't believe that you are where you are? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's it,
1: uh, I had to had to look back on it and be like, "This is a little weird." Yeah. How did I get here? <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad I did it. I'm certainly grateful for the opportunity. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Happy for you. Thank you. You got all giggly when I asked about what was going on with your life, so why don't you spill a your lot beans? A happens, you know. It's stupid
0: stuff, not like running well, around. Well, I like stupid
1: game. stuff. Stupid stuff happens a lot in my life. I we'll choose to we'll, avoid we'll it. get
0: it'll get stupider as we go. You'll see. That's I want This is a soft not right, for this podcast. This, this is a soft throw right here. When you carry out from a diner, are you supposed to tip? Oh, dude, I've actually had this conversation on my show. It's a diner. It's
1: I di- I don't tip for anything if I carry out. No, because. If it now got I got thrown over the coals for it for by Anthony or I forget who I was doing my show with Anthony Ferrani. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when I was doing Happy hour back years ago. we had this conversation and I said I don't tip on carryout. Uh-huh. I'll tip on delivery every right, time right. every time. But if I'm getting like carry out from like Coney or something, mm-hmm. or like even if it's a pizza place, mm-hmm. if I
0: call ahead and get carry out, yeah, I don't usually tip. Here's where my dilemma comes in personally. If they have a tip jar and I have change, I'll throw yeah, a dollar sure, in there. Sure, sure. I will. But if they don't have a a tip jar present for cash, then when I am presented with the credit card and even when you have to sign for it, there's still a section for you to tip. I always feel like they're expecting me to do it. I just feel awkward, but I don't usually do it because. If I'm not seeing a visible tip jar, I'm not going to tip on a I've always assumed that, like, okay, that that receipt
1: is coming from the same printer that it would if they were printing a delivery receipt. Right. So I'm like, oh, this doesn't apply to me because, you know, nobody went out of their Mm -hmm. way. They literally pulled the pizza out of the oven and plopped it on the counter. Mm -hmm. And I'm using pizza because that's the most common thing, like, you would tip for if it got delivered to you. Or, like, Chinese food. Sure. There's a couple Chinese places that'll deliver. Of course, I'll tip. If you're a
0: delivery driver, I'm going to tip you. Mm -hmm. Of course. In that same vein, my sister has recently started delivering for Domino's. And she has had a variety of amounts in tips, including, it seems like she doesn't go a single night where she doesn't get at least one, sometimes two people who give zero tip on a pizza delivery. that's crap.
1: That's crap.
0: I can't believe people are out there like that. Oh, I can People are
1: terrible. People are nasty. Is it just they don't know or they don't care? They don't care. I, I thought... Uh, blindly, I would like to believe they don't know, but knowing what I know about people now, <laughs> I, I genuinely believe they don't care. It's like, I'm never going to see this person again in my life, and if I do, I still don't care because I'm a terrible human being. No, if, if you don't tip for deliveries, then... I don't know. You're just a garbage person. Mm-hmm. I don't... I I don't... You're, you're right. There shouldn't be people like that, but there are. I, I won't tip for, like... For carryout, but if you go out of your way to deliver something to my house, right? Of course, I'll tip. That's standard. It's it's society standard at least. Same thing with like waitresses; they don't get paid anything, so you know you tip them at when they you know serve you your food.
0: And what amount do you go for usually? I usually like I feel funny if I don't give them at least four or five dollars, no matter what. I mean, if it's like a dollar. The
1: beautiful thing about this is you haven't experienced drinking. And tipping for drinking.
0: Because oh. usually the
1: minimum for drinks, because mm. there's a different price range for drinks than food, is uh, it's usually your, from what I know, and I could be wrong, so I'm sorry if I look <laughs> shitty. I think the minimum that is expected if you're going out for a couple of beers or whatever is a dollar a drink. Okay. That's the standard that was told to me by a server mm-hmm. that I wasn't getting served by. I'm not gonna be like, how much do you get tipped? <laughs> but I, I asked a server, one of my friends who was a server and a bartender, like, how, what is, like, the respectable amount? Like, you wouldn't be too upset if you got this. this, this, this. Like, a dollar drink's fine. You should get, be able to do a dollar drink and be okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been living my life by, is a dollar drink. But um, with food, like, uh, if, if I'm at a restaurant, uh, I usually do 20% roundup. You do 20%? Yeah.
0: Because I hear, like, it's a 15%, 15% minimum. 15% minimum is usually right. what,
1: the, what I've heard was the minimum. But, like, it's easier to
0: calculate 20 in my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been instances where, like, what I get, it's like, let's say I just get a soda and it's like two bucks. I'm still going to give like a dollar or two tip. On oh, yeah. That. No,
1: if it's, if I'm, if my bill's that small and I right. went through the trouble, I'll give them a dollar. It's not a big deal. Right.
0: And if I can manage, you know, at least $5 is what I'll do.
1: I'll do 20%, whatever it happens to be. Right. I'm not really that upset about it
0: but. I just can't I mean I can't believe it but it just makes me sad that there's people out there who just don't care <laughs> Thomas it, it made me sad like <laughs> years ago when I came
1: to this this revelation and and then like now it's just another thing that I roll my eyes at when I hear about mm-hmm. it like oh that didn't tip of course not that's people these days yeah but Thomas you gotta put your good in the world I know you gotta you gotta, you gotta put as much good in as possible the universe will give back
0: to you what you put into it
1: you'd like to hope so Sure.
0: As I've said before, I work for a school district. I went into our services building on a Sunday to uh, do a little work, get a head start on the week. Sure. I walk up to the door and it's locked. Uh, of course, it's a Sunday. I say, um, well, let me see what this master key does. <laughs> they gave me a master key. So I've never tried it before. So, Why, wait, wait, wait. Why did they give you a master key? Because be-
1: I'm, I'm an employee. Oh, okay. I work for the school district. So they gave you this master key. This may be crucial to your story. I have no idea. But they gave you this master key with with the knowledge that if the door was locked, it would allow you to enter the school. I
0: I believe. Well, the master key is for any door in the building. That's that's what a master key yes. is. Yeah. And my thought when they gave it to me was, okay, I'm going to use this key when I need to get into other buildings, other rooms in the building, as I might have to do as a producer so i never really questioned it outside of that aspect of it so i try the master key to see if it does anything on the outside door (laughs) i slide it in and it works all right then i hear something alarm and i'm like i think that might be an alarm i walk inside and the whole building is beeping and I look to my left, and I see a keypad counting down from 20. <laughs> and I have no idea what the code so is. So you threw the master key at it and hope
1: that <laughs> No, worked. no, no, no. So the
0: master key did not also go to the alarm code. No. Oh. Th- there was, it was a keypad. I had to well, uh, type in a code. <laughs> That's I usually I, how Yes. <laughs> I had to try something. I, I panicked. So I typed in my ID number, and that didn't work. And then it says, incorrect code, alerting the authorities. <laughs> So, I'm standing there alone in this building that's the alarm going off. I'm wearing a black hat and gloves, looking like a wet bandit out of Home Alone. What you were (laughs) wearing? Why were you wearing a black hat and gloves? It was colder still. Okay. And I'm just waiting. Did you have a ski mask on too? No, it it wasn't a ski mask. It was just, it it didn't look like something I should be doing. It looked out of place. So, I had to wait. I was thinking the police are going to show up. I have to wait here and explain myself to them. Uh, thankfully, it was just some random guy who I guess was on call with an alarm company and had to explain to him what happened. And his reaction was kind of like, I'm just glad it wasn't terrorists or something like that. I don't oh. know why terrorists <laughs> would be trying to infiltrate a school district, but you never know. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the school district that you work for also doesn't seem
1: like a huge terrorist target. No. Be, but I feel like I terrorists
0: would have other targets bigger targets yeah yeah
1: more important than a school district mm-hmm. perhaps,
0: so. and the whole thing just kind of reminded me of this other time <laughs> what did you what are you what kind of a life are you leading <laughs> there's a lot you don't know about me kenny uh, evidently I, <laughs> I did some work with uh, this one older gentleman he has a DVD duplicator, so he can burn five DVDs at a time instead of just one like I can. So he helped me out, and he burned multiple DVDs for me. And then he was going to be leaving, and he said, I'm going to leave the DVDs in a plastic bag on the porch for you. So this was a, a few years ago. I He's gone. I go to the house to pick up the DVDs on my own time, and I leave. And then I hear the next day or two later, I'm talking to him, and he tells me that his granddaughter had seen me, so she called the police. <laughs> And apparently. Yes, she was afraid of me. And apparently she gave my description to the police. And they assumed I was on foot. I don't know what I was supposed to have done, but they were searching the neighborhood for someone with my description. All the while I had gone back home. And then I asked him, geez, how old's your granddaughter? Thinking she's like a kid or a teenager. He says, 27. (laughs) Wow. So a 27 year old woman saw me and called the police. When you, when you, well. (laughs)
1: You you do give off a very dangerous vibe. Oh, do I now? No, not at all. Not in the least. But it's funny that, like, when you were telling the story, I assumed that you were talking about, like, a seven,
0: six, five young child. That's what I thought when he was telling me that until I asked that question. That's ridiculous. That's probably ridiculous, Thomas. A grown woman. She called the police. Tw- on me.
1: She was in her late mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she thought you were a dangerous criminal. I didn't even knock on the door. Okay, then what's strange about that is the fact that he didn't tell her that you were coming around. That to me is strange because if if a if a person that that I don't know is coming around like my mom's house and mm-hmm. I'm there, she'll probably tell me, "Hey, I so you know." Also, we sure. have a loud dog, so you know that mm-hmm. might be a problem too. But she'd be like, "All right, you know, just so you know." Don't
0: call the police. Mm-hmm. There's a person that's going to be grabbing something from our. Front I porch. think the assumption was is that I had been over multiple times before, and uh, that they knew who I was. <laughs> Guess not.
1: It's not, huh? She almost turned you into a dangerous fugitive. I know, running from the law. It's probably
0: still an open case in the in this precinct.
1: You should just take a lap and walk around there one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. You ever get the police called on you? Ever have any incidents with the police? Not like Not that you can th- think. Really, of. you? No. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> All of your drunken stupors that it's never led somewhere? Yeah, that's because I'm safe when
1: I drink. That's I good, but also in, kind of boring. I am so Oh, I'm sorry, Thomas. Do <laughs> you want me to be a dangerous drunk driving problem cause? No, I didn't say drunk trimmer. driving.
0: I was just want, like maybe you got kicked out of oh, a bar you call or something me
1: boring. No, I've never been oh, kicked wow. out of a bar. I'm usually pretty respectful when I'm drinking. Even when as a young lad. I mean,
0: wink wink. <laughs>
1: There have been a couple of times where I got rowdier than I should have. I made made a fool of myself a couple of times. That happens with anyone. But honestly, if I'm drinking and I'm usually drinking for the purpose to get, you know, drunk blacked out. Not necessarily blacked out, (laughs) but just drunk enough where I shouldn't be, you know, doing anything. I'm usually at my house or at somebody else's house or I have a ride or whatever. I'm usually not in a position where I can cause myself or anybody else too much, you know, harm. Well, that's good, I guess. I'm I'm sorry to to water down your your podcast that's that you okay. thought would be you know that's hilarious. Okay. Kenny getting you know tackled by police officers stories. I just don't have any of those for you. You know, it's funny because like when I come back around here, I feel like I feel like my drinking gets misrepresented. <laughs> like I, I'm, because at this point you're a legend. Yeah, no, it's it's there. There were stories, and and now they've become they, they've just been overblown to a point that I can no longer control, and. I guess it's fine but like I'll come back here and like everybody will assume like the second or third question anybody will have asked me is oh when was the last time you got super drunk and I'm like I don't know, like a few maybe at the at the least a few days ago at the most a few weeks ago mm hmm but like so everybody's people like, think, oh, Kenny, he, he's the drunk. Yeah. People think every day. <laughs> every day I'm drinking always off. drinking. Yeah. And if I'm at work, I've, I've, I'm have I've i tipsy at work. Or well, if I I'm... mean,
0: you did do a show
1: called Happy Hour. I did. And yeah. Yeah. We had a really fun time on it. It was, you know.
0: I can't believe you haven't. You didn't bring it back for the Oscar thing. No, I couldn't. It's, like you I were said, too busy. I was too Ugh. busy for anything now. I mean, we could still do it. It's just not as timely.
1: Well, it doesn't need to be timely. Anthony still won't know what's happening. That is true. Anthony won't know what's happening no matter what. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, it's the legend. It's like a fishing story. Everybody just, you know, the fish is this big, and the next time it's this big, it's yeah. this big. That's, yeah. how, that's how much they assume I drink. <laughs> and you know, I—I after I found out that that's what people thought, I fed it. I made it grow. <laughs> I, I pr- provided what? it wa- proper sunlight and water to most grow people, as a plant.
0: Most people, when they hear that there's rumors being spread about them, they try to combat them. But nope. you you watered it like a
1: plant. Absol- I absolutely did. Because every time I come in here, I want to see how big the fish has gotten. <laughs> Metaphorically. I want to see how much it's grown. And people assume that I'm a full-blown, like, your grandfather alcoholic, which is couldn't be further from the truth. But people just it's hilarious to me so that's why uh the, and the, that was a small maybe like a 10 of the reason why we did the whole valentine's drunk thing mm-hmm. drunken times day <laughs> is because I, that was just another that was just a little more water a little more topsoil
0: Jeez, you like taco bell
1: love taco bell you know that i
0: used to get taco yes. bell before all the podcasts yeah back? i remember that one time you had two um
1: now they're trying to sell their stupid uh, rattlesnake thing as Oh like, yeah,
0: I saw that. It's like,
1: "Oh, congratulations. You put jalapenos in your french fries." Like, what yeah. do you what do you what
0: I don't even care for how. This is not what I wanted to talk about, but I don't even care how they keep like taking the fries away and then bringing them back and they're making this whole big ad campaign about it. Like, what's his name? Tom Marsden going up into space to save the the Taco Bell fries. Maybe this is a
1: hot take or something, but like I don't think their fries are that great. The fries
0: themselves? I mean, they're okay. So why you do you can get
1: better fries anywhere else?
0: What's the, what's the best fry? Not to go off of You're uh, talking like fast food. Yeah, probably
1: McDonald's. Like you like McDonald's, McDonald's fries? Uh, the most. I'm a McDonald's fries.
0: You know what? I miss old Wendy's fries. That's what I hear. I
1: don't. Th- I can't remember because I didn't become a Wendy's guy until later. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat Wendy's a whole ton until later, so I don't think I remember old mm-hmm. Wendy's fries.
0: I gotta take you to a place called Johnny Cakes. It's in Troy. Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes is a breakfast place. It also has lunch, and their fries are pretty good. I think so. They're they're not, I mean, they're kind of like Taco Bell, except it's better. <laughs> That's what I would say. What, what's, it's the same family. Okay. What's, what's the
1: best thing about Johnny Cakes? Like, why do I have to go there? You oh. said I have to take
0: you there. Why do I have to go there? Well, one for the fries, if you're into lunch, but for breakfast, okay, their pancakes are huge, and that's a good thing, because you want to get good money for $7 pancakes, but also, they're freaking huge, and you're stuffed after eating them.
1: You know where you gotta go, if you haven't gone already? I'm sure you have. Where? Everybody in the state's been, I'm sure. Tony's. Tony's. Birch Run?
0: With a pile of bacon? I've been up to Birch Run but I don't, we've never gone to Tony's.
1: Uh yeah, Tony's is the is right off the freeway, like right off the freeway on the Birch Run exit. Is it by like the whole outlet mall? I'm not. It's like the first thing you is see. off the freeway. I'll try to remember. It's Tony's. like right there. They give you like I think the best breakfast place that I've ever been to. They if you ask for bacon they literally give you like a stack of bacon this big. Wow. They have uh, For the, how much money? I don't know. I I always went with my parents, and they always. Paid. I don't think I've been as an adult, really. I should. We should go back, but uh, they they have their own homemade jams too that they like give you with like their toast. It's oh my god, so mm-hmm. good, really good, best <laughs> breakfast food around. i have better than any chain breakfast food. Is boys. bacon your go to breakfast food? Uh, go to breakfast item: bacon, eggs. Yeah, hmm. if I can have a good omelet or a good. Uh... I like Belgian waffles. See, uh, it's too busy. too busy. Too busy. Too busy. Even pancakes are almost too much. It, it, French toast, too busy. I don't Belgian care. Belgian waffles, too busy. Just eat bacon and eggs. Meat. Meat. Hash browns.
0: I like hash browns. Hash browns, hash browns with, hash browns the, with
1: some like hot sauce or ketchup. Mm-hmm. There we go.
0: You know, I really like fried eggs, but what I don't like about them is that the, the yolk pops and it gets all over the you place. You ever had a fried egg on a burger?
1: I don't think I have. Oh no. my God. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, it just it never seemed like it would mix. It's so good. It's it's the best. I got turned on to it like three or four years ago, and I have never looked
0: back. How do you describe it? Delicious,
1: (laughs) dude. There's no other way. It's just gooey. You're right. It does pop and it does create a mess, but it like soaks in with the bread and it makes oh my god. It just makes everything better. Okay, like a fry. It like they call them either like hangover burgers or brunch burgers, but like they're like bacon a fried egg on top of like a cheeseburger, Mm -hmm. and it is spectacular and i want one right now
0: so to go back to talk Let, about... you
1: know what we should do we should order like grubhub or doordash and have like the Applebee's across the street deliver us oh, too geez.
0: so by the time like we're almost done with the podcast they're like here oh, stupid I, you know piece. this is a little bit of a spoiler but i was considering this i recently have a uh, a method a way to be able to do podcasts on the go podcast on the go. So, it's called something called a Zoom recorder. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but you literally can plug in some microphones to it. You don't need a laptop. You can record your audio anywhere you want, and we can do uh, it anywhere we wanted to. Make things more <clears> might make <throat> things more interesting, you know. Oh, uh,
1: we should do that. You know, what we really should do. Hmm. That would be a good idea. Yeah. We might have to cut it down cuz it'd be way too much. But what would be the dream of that? Is, how big is this device? It's handheld. Okay. So essentially we need some smaller microphones to accomplish this. But what I propose is is this battery powered? Yes. Double how, A's. How long's the battery life? A couple hours at least. All right. So a few hours maybe. Yeah, game game hours. plan with that would be uh take a small road trip and have it recording us
0: like On it, the road trip it, in it, the car. Be,
1: yeah, exactly. And we could go to like Tony's or something and get gigantic breakfast or something like that. Mm. And then we could talk about So that
0: you after. need microphones that are easy, like you could, Easily like a headset almost, but Maybe. you don't want your ears covered.
1: Maybe. Something like that, though. Something fairly transportable. Right. It's a good idea, I think. I like it. I love it. I, w- I just want some breakfast food. I just want <laughs> Tony's. Whatever gets us to Tony's the fastest, whether we have to podcast it or not, I'll go without you. Well, I let's try to. and do it this summer. That's a fantastic idea. I almost propose we just make it a full blown up north trip because it's like
0: the first breakfast. You want to go, all, you want to make that a stop on your way to your cabin? I, all I, if I
1: woke up early enough when I went up, when I drive up north, even when I go by myself, if mm-hmm. I could wake up early enough and do it, I just never can find the motivation because to get to Birch Run is like an hour or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that you have to go in breakfast hours. So, mm-hmm. you know, subtract that hour and got to get up
0: early. I think we should take it as far as we can. This would be like a two-hour podcast <laughs> that's, we, should do, we, we should, edit it down. Me, you, and like Anthony should go or something yeah. like that. And Hit the cabin. This is a maybe. It's just a thought I'm having. But what if I wrote like a one-page script for us to film that would take not long at all once we get up to your cabin just to add another wrench in there? Dude, I don't care. <laughs> as,
1: long, hey, as long as when we get up there, also we go to Spikes in Grayling. Spikes. It's the best burger that you've ever had. I look forward to this. I think we have to make this happen. This will happen. I am 100% confident we can make this happen. We just got to give you and Anthony some heads up. I can look at my schedule. For right. Okay. Then we'll have plenty of recorded material. Oh, yeah. That'll be an time. editing job.
0: Hell, yeah. Of course. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, Going back to Taco Bell. Can oh, you yeah. believe?
1: Yeah, you asked me if I like Taco Bell, yeah. and then we
0: spiraled. It was a huge spiral. Go ahead. It's like we we're in the ball pit at a old McDonald's. So this weird thing happens sometimes. It's happened like three times now. The first two times were a few years ago now, maybe just a couple of years. There will randomly be the remnants of someone's Taco Bell meal on our front porch. So someone goes to Taco Bell, they eat Taco Bell, they have wrappers left over, and they say, we're going to go to the butchers and we're going to put this on their doorstep why i don't know sounds like the behavior of a drunk person it's it's i i feel like it might be closer to do like someone trying to say something to my sister or something because she was younger she was in high school more recently than anyone else so maybe it's some immature person you know in that regard but it happened again um a couple days ago it was all the way at the end of our driveway because we have a ring doorbell now and um so Ah. we didn't get them because they said it at the end of the driveway and it's still, I just don't get it. Why? Like, what would the message be? Like, if you egg someone's house, you know what they're trying to say. But if you're leaving Taco Bell wrappers on someone's lawn, literally, just sauce packets all over the place, unopened. Like, I don't get what your your goal is with this.
1: Have you asked anybody that lives in your household what 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 the what they might think might be? Yes, it's this? it's a topic of conversation, and nobody knows. No one knows. So your theory is somebody is singling you or your family members out to send a message of some sort.
0: the The running theory is that someone doesn't like my sister. But that's the weirdest way to show. Exactly. That. Like, like w- it's it's. I know it's the same person, and it's not a coincidence because now it's been three times at least, and it's been Taco Bell every time. Is there a pattern as to when they usually do it? At night. I mean, like dark out.
1: Weekdays, weekends. I'm not sure about that. All right, so here's what you do. Here's my plan (laughs) on dealing with this problem. What you're going to do is you're going to, for the next three times that it happens, write down like the days of the week that it happens, the approximate time that you find it. Just record as much data on it as you can, Mm -hmm. and then we will plan for a stakeout. (laughs) We'll find this son of a bitch. Not because we have anything against them, the minor inconvenience of having Taco Bell on the on your driveway or whatever—that's a problem, but it's not a big problem. Sure. The bigger motive of the stakeout is to determine the person's motive. Mm-hmm. So we have a stake. You you collect as much information about this person as possible. Find out when, like if there's any if they always leave Taco Bell on your porch on like a Sunday. Then next for the next couple Sundays, we'll stake it out, and we'll figure it out why and how. That sounds like another on-the-go podcast, <laughs> the stakeout. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does that's it's, it's my way of dealing with it. Maybe not the best way. A better way would probably right.
0: be set up like a GoPro outside and just wait. Well, like I said, we have a ring doorbell. So from now on, if they do it on the porch, we're going to get video of them. But this uh, time, it was at the end of the driveway, so we didn't get it. Okay, so you already have one angle covered. Right. But... Set up a GoPro at the end of the driveway. Maybe. You know, I live on a cul de sac, so what we could do is hide in the middle uh, section where there's a tree and everything. Yep, See, that's that's a, that's a great angle.
1: Yep, yeah, that's what we're doing.
0: So uh, yeah, if
1: if the Taco Bell bandit comes around two or three more times, uh, record dates, times, whatever. I know you it's can. after
0: ten a.m. usually. After it's ten a.m. or p.m. Oh p.m. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's it?
1: Jeez. It's very early morning to be doing something
0: <laughs> like that. They do have that breakfast now, which that is I haven't tried.
1: Strange. What do you mean, that breakfast? They've had breakfast for, like, years now. It hasn't been years. It's been, like, two years.
0: They had it when I was still going here. That was two years ago.
1: I think they've had it for a long
0: time. I sw- I mean, I think they started that. Uh, we're going down another spiral, but I think they've had it around the same time. you got to get the bacon
1: AM crunch wrap, man. It's fantastic. <sighs> I'm, I, ta- breakfast from Taco Bell? Is it good? Um, it makes me nervous. I was, super, I was as skeptical as you were, but then, like somebody bullied me enough into trying it. They like they bought it for me. They were like, "Listen, I know you don't believe that it's good, so I he, if you don't like it, we'll go to somewhere else, but eat this." And I had it and I was like, "Oh, you're absolutely right. Sorry mm. I doubted you." Yeah. Yeah, I like the bacon uh, crunch wrap. It's really good. All right. Super tasty.
0: Is there anything else you want to bring up before I go on to this other behemoth of a story?
1: Mm, behemoth of a story. Um it better not be the St. Louis bagels. St. Louis bagels. The they're calling it Bagelgate.
0: What's happening with Bagelgate?
1: Uh, well, essentially, St. Louis has, or Panera in St. Louis, or somebody got bagels in St. Louis, that like, instead of like a bagel as you know it, like imagine like you put like, they cut it like in thin strips, and and that was their bagel. Imagine like you took a bagel and accidentally dropped it into like a, a paper shredder, like that's
0: what the bagel. And you get like.
1: just the one piece. You get, like, a bagel, except it's in, like, little
0: strips of Oh, bagel. so you get the whole bagel, but it's cut up in many ways. Yes. Okay. For
1: no... And the internet has lost its mind over this, apparently. And they like I, it? They hate it. Oh, <laughs> they okay. They think it's stupid. That makes more sense. They're like, St. Louis is ruining bagels. Like, why would you do that to a bagel? Cut well, what, it in half. What, what's St. Louis's reason for doing this? I don't know. <laughs> That's the way they do And And some people are, like, supporting it, being like, I can't believe I didn't think of this. Like, that sounds terrible. So essentially they're, they're just calling taking, it Bagelgate. It's a big story. You, you apparently. said you think
0: it was Panera? You think? It seems to be the the popular origin of it. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the picture. I know Panera has that thing. I don't know if you've ever gotten bread for a Panera before, but they'll like they'll put it through something that slices it. And I'm sure that's how they slice all the bread everywhere. But so they're essentially just using that device with a bagel. With a bagel, yeah. And is it like uh, thin slices, like each piece is its own like circle, or is it like the other way where they flatly put it through? I think and, they just flatly put it through that's
1: not even fun no, I'm, some people <laughs> like it i didn't know if that's what you were going to ask me about Jeez. yeah i don't know i have more serious things to talk about but <laughs> if you if you want to move on to your, i don't know how serious your next thing was going to be but i've, I've
0: it, it's not well no just keep telling me your
1: stuff mine's less whimsical the my next one at least well it's it's happy it's good um did you know that this is my favorite time of year Why is it your favorite time of year? Many reasons. Uh, The weather's getting nicer. Yes. Tigers baseball. I love baseball. Opening day. Opening day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, the NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs are coming around, which is always fun for me. I'm a big hockey guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, which I get a lot of shit for this next part, but, and I feel like you've been relatively reserved in giving me shit about this. I don't feel like you have, but you know I'm a wrestling fan. Yes. WrestleMania is coming up. It's not, and you like WrestleMania? It's not this Sunday, but it's next Sunday. It's like the Super Bowl for wrestling. It's the biggest wrestling event of the year. So
0: this is the culmination event.
1: This is the culmination. It's like the season finale of wrestling, mm-hmm. if you will. Like all the storylines get wrapped up, and there's they usually bring in a bunch of celebrities mm-hmm. for no apparent reason. This is one night only. They're bringing in two Saturday Night Live live goofs, goofballs on oh. for it. I don't know who they really are. I don't watch SNL anymore. Mm-hmm. It's one night, um, but it's like it used to be like a two-hour pay-per-view. Sunday, WrestleMania Sunday, the beginning of April Used to be two hours Then when WWE gained a lot more traction And more, you know, a bigger platform They moved it to three hours And then, more recently They added a pre-show on a WrestleMania So it was like a three hour Pay-per-view and then a pre-show Which was made at four hours This is gonna be like a six hour event it's, like, it's going to be like a work shift. Like, it's like the Oscars. <laughs> it's like an eight-hour shift at work. Jeez. They have like a two- or three-hour pre-show and like a four- or five-hour main show. There's going to be like 20 matches on this thing. It's, it's too much. But what is worth noting, and this is a great time in wrestling history, is headlining WrestleMania this year is a women's match. Really? At the very end, the last match you're going to see at WrestleMania is going to be a triple threat women's match. Are these names that anyone would recognize? Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. There yep, you go. Headlining WrestleMania. There you go. Um Rick Flair's daughter, I Charlotte thought she was Flair. a boxer. Uh, MMA. She recently moved to WWE I think last Did year. Did she? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh Rick Flair, uh his daughter Charlotte Flair is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So, is yeah. John Cena involved? Um remains to be seen. Not sure yet. We haven't heard from John Cena. I actually. heard
0: that didn't he propose to someone and now they're not they're together. They're not
1: together anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what
0: happened.
1: Mm. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's a really interesting time to be a wrestling fan because for the first time ever, in the like biggest show of the year, for a huge company that could just not do it and be fine. Yeah, they have uh, not one, not two, but three women fighting in the, in the, in a match that's going to headline. So it's a really uh, it's a really important time to be a wrestling fan. I'm really proud to say that, you know, this is how far it's come, especially after the the fucking Saudi Arabia debacle. What was that? I I won't wrestle nerd too hard on you, (laughs) but this pissed me off is because they have this brand of they call it the women's revolution or the women's evolution, whatever you want to call it. Where like women back in the early 2000s, late 90s, they were treated as like sex objects and like they just came out with like no clothes on and had like a match that lasted like a minute and a half long. Mm -hmm. And somebody would end up almost showing their boobs. It was a whole thing. But now it's like real wrestlers that are women. Like they actually treat women as as wrestlers just like the men, which is obviously long overdue. And they have the women's revolution. They had a bunch of women that that just like were kind of paved the way and had this great run and made women's wrestling look really good, got everybody's attention. I think um, there was a couple hashtags that were like women's wrestling or give the women a chance or give divas a chance or whatever they called it. And it just – Revolutionized the whole thing, and then at its peak, just after it was like really, really good, WWE went to Saudi Arabia, and what that means is that Saudi Arabia gave WWE big cartoon-sized bags filled with money to say, "Come here," but because of our culture, you're not allowed to show any of the women. Don't put, don't put them in the ring. Don't put them in the public eye. Don't do any of it. Wow. So they were, so they were like, "Okay, we'll do it," and so they did it, which completely flies in the face of everything they were building up, everything, and they just threw it all away, and they said, all right, we're going to do this show because we're getting these big, gigantic bags of money from Saudi Arabia. So that that pissed everybody off, a lot of wrestling fans. Even though culturally Saudi Arabia is developing towards that, don't bring them until you're developed towards that, <laughs> if you ask me. But regardless, the women are headlining the biggest event in 365 days of WWE programming, which is really important. There's gonna That's going to be a really good match. Leading up to it, though, is going to be a marathon which is exciting, Wow, and also ugh, it's going to take a lot out of you. Do you have buddies to watch this with? Oh, yeah. That's good. The whole crowd of people that usually – it used to be a lot bigger, but then people started moving on me. <laughs> <clears throat> no good. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we probably going to five or six people coming over for this. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole crowd. There's a whole uh, – it's weird that it, people my age will like it. -hmm. Because I always get made fun of for liking it. But then there's like, there's two or three people that like it that when you see them, like they have a shirt on or like a piece of WWE apparel or wrestling apparel, you like, you make eye contact and you're like, you know what's going on Mm -hmm. here. But yeah, no, that's all I wanted to say because that deserves some attention is WWE. uh,
0: I won't make fun of you for that. I appreciate that. Most people do. Mm -hmm. Back when I was taking classes at OCC, Mm-hmm. A few years ago, many years ago, actually, I had a sociology class and we watched a documentary about women and how Photoshop creates unrealistic beauty standards. Women, women, women. Yeah. Um, I ended up seeing this like three more times in other classes over the years. It's funny how many times. It's a pretty so. popular narrative. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It sounds familiar. I'm sure I've
1: seen something like it. There's right. a lot of stuff out there that's based around that. Right.
0: Um, but I see this for the first time and I say, Thomas, you should be nicer to girls you you should you should offer up more compliments so uh i compliment this girl in another class who sits next <laughs> to me she look at you funny and, and we and we would talk you know so it's not like i'm suddenly talking to her and i say hey your makeup looks nice no, not like that I, but it was, it was more <laughs> sincere um but she reacted like in a way like she, she, she just kind of looked back like oh why, why are you saying so that thing? and it's it, it, not it, the first thing i would go to it for a compliment but all right i don't know i was just i saw that document. you were in Very, the spirit of i it. was I, like <laughs> yes let's start a movement you know and so i, you I wanted compl- to be the first domino that fell here <laughs> I, I get it i complimented her makeup she gave me a reaction and i, I it, it was in a way where i thought uh-oh now i th- she thinks i like her so i have to like clean some of this up so I, I you know I sidestep and I said the, the lipstick's a little much <laughs> Because I didn't want to give her the wrong idea. <laughs> so then she gave me another look. Jesus. Any you no know, compliment. I kind of black out after
1: that. I don't know. Hey, hey, was, hey, that's the worst compliment ever given. So th- let me break this down into parts for you why this is a bad compliment. Because first, your mechanism of deciding what the thing you want to compliment shouldn't go first to makeup. Because in my in my experience, I, I feel like a girl would and I could be wrong here. I could be wrong. You could just say, you'll look nice today. Something very general that doesn't need to be broken down too much. Or, you know, your eyes are pretty. I don't know. Pick a thing. Makeup's the wrong thing to pick, for me at least. And then and then you double down <laughs> after that by not only negating the compliment, but make it sound like your whole intent was to be a backhanded, <laughs> like an insult. Oh. Your makeup looks nice. Um... But you could say, oh, you smell nice. That's in the right. That, that's worse. I'm no, not, it's not. No, yes, it's it is. I've yes, told, it is. No, it's not. Not if you say if, if you're like, you smell nice. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> but if you do it right, it's not weird. It's all about perception as well. But makeup, so mm-hmm. anyway. like the thing you use to make yourself look less hideous looks nice. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. I don't know. Then- <laughs> But I wouldn't, it would not be the first thing I would jump to, I guess. The
0: point. next class, she wasn't sitting next to me anymore, obviously. Um, Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you drove her away? She was on the other side of the room after that class. Like she didn't sit, like she made a conscious
1: effort to not sit there anymore?
0: There might have been another reason, but it was kind of odd that all
1: of a sudden the she wasn't next, next one. Yeah,
0: I'd say you drove her away. I was just trying to be nice. Your lipstick's a little much, though. First girl I try to compliment in this movement. Um, I made Listen. a tweet, too, but the tweet got two likes. Um, okay, so years later, like five <laughs> years. <laughs> that's okay. not the end of the story? No, no, that's part one. This is part two. I really hope you told her about it years later. Years later, like five years later, I'm working for the school district, like I've said. I go to this one place because kids are donating stuff, so they're donating stuff through this nonprofit or whatever. I'm filming the story, and th- there's this girl that works there, and she looks oddly familiar Oh. And then I realized who she was. It's very the same. And I could I could not tell her, because I was not about to say, "Remember me." Yes, you can. No, yes, I can't. You absolutely no. Can. Remember me? We had a class five years ago, and I sat right. We sat right next to each other. I can't say that. No. I
1: I would approach it with more of a sitcom attitude and be like, "Listen, you probably don't remember <sighs> me,
0: but something happened, and I just wanted to clear it up." But don't you All think? Right? Don't you think that? And then I would have told her exactly the way you told me. Don't you think I would have been regarded as kind of being weird if you I remembered
1: for that long? Here's the, here's the problem with this story, Thomas, is you care too much about what people think <laughs> about you. If you, just, if you would have just gone after it and just like, let it hang there, because immediately you're worried, oh, she thinks I like her. That, that caused you to make the situation, which was already you know kind of odd, about a thousand times worse. You could have just let the makeup comment hang there, and maybe it would have been weird, but whatever. But then you had to double down and make yourself look stupid. So my advice to you, Thomas, is care 10% less about how people feel about you.
0: I shall try. You won't, but it's okay. I, I pretended I didn't know her, <clears throat> and uh, I, I was getting away with it because, you know, I look really different than what I, I used to oh, look yeah, with. That's, that's, right. that's That was two Thomas Butchers ago <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um and measurement to thomas butchers but there. then it's funny uh she starts having a conversation with me and i'm trying to avoid specifics you know and i just hate that oh, I, yeah because i i do hate that i put each myself. my level of this story is yeah. because you don't want to make yourself look bad i just I, I put myself in these situations yeah that's horrible it was all my why do you live your life this way i don't know what would you i mean well, y- would you I- would have addressed it head on that's what you're saying
1: Well, first of all, I wouldn't have wanted to be the first domino that falls. I wouldn't have wanted to, you know, I wouldn't have that wouldn't have really changed my uh, my actions. No, because it really shouldn't change my actions. Do
0: you do you regularly or just do you see women and women without hitting on them? Do you compliment them?
1: Occasionally. Yeah. Okay. When, when it's appropriate. I don't really.
0: And you say, hey, you smell nice. That's what you usually go for.
1: Smell nice always? Do they smell nice? Sure. I mean, if there's something like ex- it's extraordinarily nice about the way they like, if I'm really like, if I really like the whatever they're wearing, I'll be like, that smells nice. Mm-hmm. Like I won't go out of my, I won't be weird about it. But I don't know. Depends.
0: It goes by a person by person basis. Mm-hmm.
1: Thomas, if they sure. don't
0: smell nice, I won't tell them that they smell. I mean, nice. when I see someone wearing something colorful, I'll usually single that. I like hey I like your shoes. You know.
1: That's see that's that's a that's a, nice, that's a, good, that's a good one that's a good compliment
0: It's good that I've come a long
1: way since well, the, the makeup thing Here's the thing Thomas the makeup of a good compliment is this Let me let me tell you what the makeup of a good compliment is Yes See it's all about observation right Yeah Like if somebody clearly has a nicer shirt on or a nicer you of know course. perfume on or nicer shoes or nicer you know face Sure <laughs> That's what you went with That again wouldn't have been my first choice but, uh, you know. It's still funny. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. You look nice. It's as creepy as you make it. And it's as creepy as they take it. And if they take a well, normal yeah. expression of compliment... That, that's as, a whole other thing, though, because creepy is all about perception. Yep, exactly right. See, so like, there's one girl who's going to want, like, that old, like, cheese ball guy to, like, be playing, like, a jukebox outside... Of, or a karaoke machine outside of their, uh, like, house with, like, a boombox and, yeah. you know... Love song. Somebody be like, "Oh, that's cute," and then somebody else is, "That's creepy. Get off of my lawn." Yeah, it's it's complete, it's complete chance. Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta go with what you're given, Thomas. <sighs> nice face. That'd have been good. I wish you would have just said that. lipstick was a little much. God. What an asshole. <laughs> I don't know if I said it like that. I don't know. <laughs> if that was the word. I really hope it's it was. It's been
0: like 5 years. I don't remember.
1: I wish I could I wish I could replay that. Like <laughs> watch that moment. You ever see that episode of Black Mirror where everything gets recorded and they can go I've back? I've always and... I haven't seen it, but I know the the concept of yeah. it. Yeah. I I always go back and forth if that would ever be a good idea. Yeah, right. Because I feel like once you have, like, one of those moments in your life where you're, you can point and be like, that was a bad moment. I'm glad I never have to replay that again. Right. Like, imagine having to relive your worst moments. Oh, boy. Like, there's moments that I'll think about, like, in the shower or on the toilet or whatever. I don't know why it's in the <laughs> bathroom. It's when my mind is, like, absent. Uh, and uh, I'll go back and something will just catch my mind. And I'll be, like, cringing thinking yeah. about what dumb thing that I did.
0: And it's something no or one else remembers. Stu- it's how
1: stupid I came off. No one something. else is going to remember yeah, it either. Probably not. But, like... It's how stupid I came across. Yeah, and I and I'm always thinking, man, I'm glad that I don't have at least that
0: though. We grow up and we learn with age, and we like acknowledge that we haven't always been perfect, you know, That's true. and that we still aren't. Yeah, I don't, I don't need
1: that mistake being rubbed in my face though.
0: Yeah, that would be bad. Are you ready for rapid fire? Rapid fire. Uh, you hear that a lion got a root canal? Is this like a setup to a joke? No, it's just the the thought of that okay a lion got a root canal which means someone had to give the root canal to the lion and then he went back to the dentist i don't know i'm just saying like (laughs) don't you wouldn't you be scared to put your mouth your hand in lion's mouth yes exactly that's what i'm getting at
1: yes i'd be i'd be terrified that i wouldn't want to do that how'd they find out that the lion that's the other thing i was was this? (laughs) somebody was poking their head and they're like huh was the lion doesn't look right (laughs) Part of the circus act, Uh, maybe that could be. Yeah, but yeah, I don't don't, know. I doubt it, though. I don't don't know how well, like lions in captivity, how well, like, analyzed their teeth are. But apparently, well enough to discover rook now.
0: Animal doctors, right? Totally, man. It's got to be something. I will. I would never. Um, This sounds like something you would do.
1: Okay, here we go. You well, let's (laughs) let's pause there by saying that you before that thought that I got into crazy drunken adventures. So I'm actually quite concerned about what this is going to be. It's like the, the the legend is becoming so
0: real that you forget it's a legend. I start being immersed in it. I start believing it's true myself. Exactly. A man at a Home Depot in Kansas reportedly made a bomb threat. Uh, nope, I poli- wouldn't do that. Police were called, but it turns out he was talking about blowing up the bathroom. That's what it was. Oh, so, oh I know. So, I, have a, I have a
1: buddy that that would be,
0: but that's not me. He was in the stall. <laughs> And he yelled out, "You all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it up." All right, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> this is Kansas, so imagine it with the accent.
1: Okay, I still wouldn't do. I, I'm not. You know what I would do if if I knew that I was gonna, you know, destroy a bathroom, not physically with with a bomb bomb. I won't tell that story on the podcast. Oh, no. Um but uh if, if I knew that what the my bowels were going to do to that bathroom was going to be bad, what I would do is do it and then <laughs> and then just like wait outside and see and, and watch people come out going, "Oh." I remember <laughs> Jesus. I remember. <laughs> the only time I ever heard anybody yell in a bathroom was actually it was <laughs> a buddy of mine told me this happened at at our office a couple of weeks ago. <sighs> I was working with him, and he was like, so I was in the bathroom, and I just heard from the stall over, it was like somebody yelling, or somebody just, just said out loud, oh, no, not again. <laughs> so uh, what was happening, and what happened the first time? <laughs> I, oh. thought that was fun. I always thought that'd be funny to hear from the stall over, the oh. next stall over. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: could be so many things.
1: Uh, yeah, no, Thomas, I would never yell that in a bathroom, but that's that's pretty
0: funny. You ever watch Supernatural? No. I love Supernatural. It's my favorite show. Are, you, are you keeping up on uh, the 9-9? I keep up on the 9-9, but, but, but we can talk more about that. But first, I just want to say that Supernatural, I've been watching it since I was a kid. It started in 2005, and next season is going to be episode, uh, season 15, and it's finally going to be the last season. Wow. So it's the, it already is the longest-running uh, fantasy show that has been and it has a great following. I don't know enough people who watch it. I mean, it's on the CW, so it's not like a huge thing, but it's it's like a, a people dedicated people about it. People it's know a dedicated it. couple million of people. And it's not the longest weekly running episodic. No. You know what that is? Uh is it I'm going to th- I'm going to throw a few out there and hopefully I I hit it. I know Law & Order is up nope. there. Is it Bonanza? Nope. Is it Gunsmoke? Nope. Is it Episode? Are you talking about primetime or like day, days talking, of our lives? or? I'm
1: talking about a show that new episodes air every week on the same day every week, weekly episodic.
0: Oh, it could be The Simpsons. No. No? Nope. And this is primetime. What do you mean, primetime? Is this like after six o'clock? Yeah. Is it on one of the big networks? What's well, a big network? NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. USA. USA? Yeah get out of here weekly episodic come on monday night raw monday night raw yeah wwe oh come on
1: longest it's running weekly it's, a, e- it's sports it's not sports oh, it's sports on. entertainment it's a soap opera how dare about you about us how dare you it's long hey it's <laughs> the longest running weekly episodic show bullshit it's it, you may think it's bullshit but in the record books it goes down as true it's like a, yeah episodic
0: don't start wrestle hating now this is so much terminology out there. Okay. Uh last thing here. Yeah. Crash team racing. You ever play it? Crash team racing? Like Crash Bandicoot? No. Did you play Crash Bandicoot?
1: No, not really. What? Yeah, I didn't I wasn't allowed to have video games until uh you know, like I was in like fourth or fifth or sixth grade or Even something. Even still. That was like two thousand five is when I started playing video games. I wasn't introduced to video games until 2000, I think before 2005. So you never had a PS1? No. The first game system I had was a PS2. Wow. No, no Nintendo. No second, no, nothing. I didn't, nothing. And uh, yeah, so I didn't really have, uh, most kids my age have have, like an attachment to like Super Mario and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. I just never did because I was never allowed to play it. That's crazy to me. Yeah. The first Um, game I ever owned was, like, uh, I think Star Wars Battlefront 2. I never played that. Oh, if you like Star Wars. Even if you are a French Star Wars fan, that game is fantastic.
0: The last system I ever got was a Wii in middle school. The last system? The last. Yeah, I don't play video games much. I play the old ones over and over again every once in a while. Um, So I have a GameCube. I don't have Smash Bros. though, which people drives people crazy because I, I, I know it does. Because when I tell people I'm not a Smash Bros. person, they're like, "Right, what? Yeah, exactly." I'm like,
1: "I don't. I wasn't raised on it. Never, exactly. You guys all were. I wasn't."
0: I mean, yeah. So I had a Super Nintendo. I had the Super Mario World on that. Yeah. PS One, GameCube, and Wii. That's it. And of course, like Nintendo DS and Game Boy and yeah. stuff like that. But, um, I bring this up because I don't know if you heard, but uh, a year or two ago. Yeah. They had remastered the Crash Bandicoot original trilogy, which means it's the old game but is with modern graphics. Sure, and you get it on the PS4 that they have. Yeah, they did it with Spyro. Then after that, I do
1: remember seeing those like announcements for those. I, right. I never, you know, I never paid any attention to it, but that does sound familiar.
0: And now they're going to be releasing this summer the Crash Team Racing uh, remaster. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, and yeah. And yeah. I, I mean i haven't had a system since middle school but i'm like half tempted to buy a ps4 just so i can get these remastered games i
1: mean if, if you're into those games and that's all you'd play i don't see why you wouldn't right I mean, for me I'm, I'm a sports guy and, a, and a, sometimes i'll play shooter games but like i'll buy like hockey and baseball mm-hmm. and sometimes football i'll buy those video games those are more my speed though like i'm just being the big sports nerd that i am like, all I would really play, but yeah, if you want to do that, I, mm-hmm. I could totally see that working out for you. Plus, PS4s are probably a lot cheaper than they were, you know,
0: a year ago. Yeah, I think I saw between three or four hundred something like really? that. Really? Still? Yeah, still. Huh. Unless I buy one used.
1: I mean, honestly, I'd buy one used with not a lot of memory because it sounds like if all you're gonna do is play those games, right? You could probably hook up like a Netflix account or whatever to to
0: those systems too. That is true. So, at this point, though, me- it's just like. Oh, the streak. It's all, it always goes back to the streak for me. What's it's streak? Like, I, well, a streak with not drinking and a streak with not getting new video games. You're
1: a little streak obsessed <laughs> there, buddy. I think you you should let yourself do whatever it is that you want to do. Don't let a streak stop you. <laughs> or a superstition. Superstition. Yeah. You ever do things that don't make any sense because, like...
0: Uh, I, I'm i sure I do, but not off the top of my head. Like... Yeah. It's hard to come up with one. I know what you're talking about, though. It's just
1: dumb things. Yeah. Like... Like, when I was a kid, like, I used to, like, turn off all the lights in the basement, and then it, I, I would run all the way up to the top of the stairs, because if I didn't get all the way to the top of the yeah. stairs at a certain time, then something bad, like a monster or some shit, would get me. I would do the same Not thing. Not even because I believed in monsters at that point, but it was because, like, I just scared myself into believing it was true. I don't know. Just dumb stuff that doesn't make any sense. That's that, that's my whole life, is doing dumb stuff that doesn't make any sense, and then seeing what the repercussions are. Well, on
0: that note... Yeah. That is the podcast. Any, any closing words, Thomas? No. Oh. Okay. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though, Kenny. Thank you. Right. I always love having you here. Please, let's let's try and do it more often. And we're going to make one of those uh, on-the-go podcasts on happen. On-the-go? Mm-hmm.
1: We got to figure out
0: a catchy nickname for
1: those, like Tom on the go.
0: Well, we can't do Billy on the street because that's taken. And my name's not Billy. <laughs> and uh, yeah. What was it? Billy on the street. Well, why don't you do Tommy on the street? I think that's pretty close to Tommy billy Nicar. on the street <laughs> uh, whatever yeah we'll figure it out all right we'll figure it out all right say with me bye oh you're supposed to do it with me you bye. always do that you do that at the end of every yeah. podcast so do it with me no, okay I, I do it by myself fine do it by yourself bye